Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, welcome to the podcast. So today I'm going to share three powerful things. If you'll just hang with me until after the commercial, I'm going to reveal three things to you today that could be a difference maker in your weight loss. You know me by now. If you've been listening to my podcast for a couple of minutes, (laughs) you know by now that I just bring God's word to life and apply it to us even in weight loss. And I give you the real ways to apply it to your life because I find that to be the difference maker. So how do I want to share this? How do I want to start this? Let's talk a little bit about, okay, let me, let me start here. Yesterday on the Instagrams, I shared a little meme, if you will, one of my favorite memes. And it basically said, um, what if you don't really have a weight loss problem, but you have a thinking problem? And what I mean by that is that most of us don't really have a weight loss problem. We just have a problem with realizing that it's not about counting calories and weighing grams and, you know, tracking our macros and all of those things. It's about obedience and recognizing sin in our lives and knowing even what sin is and even knowing how to apply obedience to our life, even in weight loss. And I, I can't escape that. It's one of those things where I could not lose weight in my 40s as I stepped into and through perimenopause. I couldn't lose weight according to the dieting industry. What worked for me in my 20s stopped working for me in my 30s and 40s. I couldn't fast. I couldn't do all the things despite, you know, being in celebrity workout programs and being beta testers for big people, I couldn't do what they were telling me to do despite having all the science to substantiate how I could do it. But the minute I got on my knees and I surrendered every single thing that mattered to me, the desires of my heart, the objects of my affection, the number on the scale, and I stopped seeking the gym and I started pursuing him, Oh girl, everything changed. And now, I hope you, I don't know if you can hear Oscar. He's totally snoring in the background. So that's not my stomach, if you can hear that. (laughs) But now I'm at a point where, you know, even while I'm talking to you, I'm in a state of perpetual fasting with the thinner circle right now, where we are just going deeper and surrendering more completely and walking more in the spirit despite how our flesh feels when I go through these seasons of fasting whoa God is so close God is so near like I can't get through a scripture in the Bible because I'm perpetually overcome with revelation you know I had a friend of mine say to me a couple of months ago you know how um I I shared with her how I can't get through, I can't get through reading the Bible. Like I'm still in Deuteronomy. And she said, well, you know, you just need to turn the world off. And, And I'm like, no, that's not the problem. I can't get through it without God stopping the car, pulling us over and saying, 
even in weight loss, and it becoming a podcast for you. (laughs) So today I want to talk to you about how just by listening and trusting and obeying and loving God, you can lose weight. But it's not like that. It's not like, oh, seek God instead of a number on the scale and lose weight. No, no, because that's all about what we can gain from God and God just being a means to an end. No, I want to talk to you about the revelation I see in Exodus, the revelation I saw in Numbers and in Deuteronomy with regard to the Israelites, what the Israelites couldn't see, but how it's there to serve us even in weight loss. Because as you as you read these books, you will see the Israelites, how they had willful, willful disobedience, willful rebellion, and even willful, believe it or not, willful rejection of God's love. I mean, the Israelites were, they were sentenced to a life of wandering because they, they didn't just keep, they couldn't because of themselves and their own fleshly desires. They couldn't keep their promises to God. In Exodus, they made promises to God to obey him. I mean, they saw him parting the Red Sea. And they made a commitment. They made a covenant with him that they would obey his commands, but they couldn't do it. Despite seeing all of these miraculous acts, they couldn't keep their promise to God of doing what he said to do. And you know what? This is something I teach in the Seekers Method all the time. God's love language is obedience. Like, it is, you know, if you read John 14, 15, I'm going to paraphrase it, but he basically says, if you love me, obey my commands. His love language is obedience. And there the Israelites were, their rebellion, rebellion was their desire to lead in their flesh. They knew what they were supposed to do, but they were rebellious. And God saw all of this He really saw all of this as a rejection of his love as they sought instead the lusts of their flesh and the ways of the world. I mean, think about this. I mean, that just reminds me so much of our weight loss journey. You know what I mean? Like how we pursue what we desire, the lust of our flesh and the ways that the world tells us, you know, numb out from stress with wine and decompress with happy hour and eat the nachos with your friends. I mean, even just us as Christians right now, we have it so much easier than the Israelites. We have it so much easier than they did because we know what John fourteen fifteen says. And that's the scripture I just shared with you that, you know, if you love me, obey my commands accepting God's love, loving him means pursuing his ways. His ways are not our own ways. Accepting his love means following his commands. You know, it's, it's in realizing that we're truly to put no God above him. And that means even the God of your stomach, the God of your mind, Because the God of our stomachs and the God of our minds often prevails even in weight loss. Think about yourself. Think about your own journey and your own cravings and desires and patterns and habits and routines and fear of missing out, all of it. We need to see this. I mean, awareness is the first step. I tell my clients this all the time. 
When you're working with me, awareness is where we start. Awareness is the first step on the path to your weight loss freedom. Awareness of how you are rebelling against God and his word. I mean, just awareness of how you are trusting your feelings, your flesh, your cravings, your habits, your patterns, all of it over what God says that you can do. Just awareness of how you're rebelling against God and his word. That's just step number one, how you're listening and trusting your flesh over his word. Philippians 4.13 says that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He's going to strengthen you against over those feelings, over temptation, over lack of preparation. He's going to strengthen you over fatigue. He's going to strengthen you over all the things. But are you even going to him? <laughs> That's truly even in weight loss. But it means that you must believe him and his word over your feelings and your cravings and your desires. I mean, even your desire to cheat and eat what you want, you know, kind of when you want, as you are so inclined, despite the new meal plan you've just committed to, rebellion, think about this for a sec, because this might stop you in your tracks. Rebellion separated the Israelites from God. Okay? Rebellion separated the Israelites from God. It is not a badge of honor to be proud of rebellion if you should find yourself wearing it as a badge of honor. When you're aware of disobedience and of, you know, of willful disobedience in your life, that's you practicing sin, basically. That's you practicing and getting good at being, a dis being disobedient in all areas. But when you're aware of this, disobedience and aware of your rebellious streak. It's time to repent from that. That's not a badge of honor. That is corruption. The world has taught us that being a rebel is like totally cool. It's not. That's where we need to repent. We want change to happen, but we have to acknowledge that we have areas to repent from. And when that happens, you need to ask God to help you to do what you can't do on your, on your own. He'll totally help you. But he's totally waiting for you to ask for his help. To surrender your pride and get out of your own way. To surrender your pride in the ways of your flesh. That you have totally been taught by the world. You know, all the habits, the things that you do, the routines, the comfort seeking, all of it. The warning here is found in knowing that your flesh got you here. <laughs> I mean, I, no one ever told me that. My flesh got me here, so stop trusting it, Cherry. God can totally get you through. He can, go, he can totally get you out, but it's through the renewing of your mind, the awakening of the reality of all of these truths that I'm sharing with you. God will get you out of your own ways, but it's not... But it's going to require these three things. It's going to require three things that you exchange. You need to exchange these three things. This is where the intersection of trust comes into play. This is where you stop believing in yourself and you start believing in him and what he can do through you. you start accepting his grace. Okay, this, I'm going to pick this up on the other side of this quick commercial 
Hey you, really quick, I want to interrupt this particular episode and just, you know, share something with you that I've not really kind of made publicly known yet. If you find yourself relating to the rebellion components of what I'm sharing in this particular episode, then girl, get yourself a little bit excited. (laughs) God has downloaded to me a complete rebellion masterclass, and it is currently on its way. It's been downloaded. I've received it. I've written it out. Now I just need to send my kids away and actually film it at my house for you. So it's totally on its way to you. So I encourage you, keep checking my website. Remember, my website is sherrycapilla.com and Sherry is spelled the longest way possible. Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I-E, Capilla, K-A-P-A-L-A.com. Just keep checking my website, get on my email list. Um, And then the other thing is my my website development team is currently working on a master class section. <laughs> it's a tongue twister on my website. So soon enough, there will be different workshops on, you know, the Christian weight loss blueprint, idols in our weight loss journey, um, rebellion, all kinds of things. So I would encourage you, if you are somebody who needs some help with over, overcoming rebellion, this is going to be available to you soon. I hope that you'll get on my email list, check out my website, and just keep watching for when it's available to you. All right, back to the rest of the show. All right, so we're back. So the three things that I shared with you that we're going to talk about, the first one, and it's going to be three scriptures. So if you're in a position where you can write this down, I encourage you to do it. The first thing is that you trust that his grace is sufficient for you. I mean, you need to try, 2 Corinthians 12, 9 teaches us, teaches us this, and that his grace, his power is made perfect in your weakness. The only way that you can be aware of your weakness is being aware of it, recognizing that your rebellion is a weakness, that your desire to do things that you feel like doing is a weakness. You must see that your, that your real weakness you must see your real weaknesses as his opportunities and that doesn't mean that this is going to be easy to do but it is possible when you overcome all of this with god the second thing is that is that you trust the temptations you trust that the temptations that you're experiencing on this weight loss journey can be overcome when you invite christ into it God's word says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, that when you are tempted, he's going to show you a way out. But that means that you invite him in. That means that you trust that still small voice that's telling you, get up off your butt and prep the food as a means of combating the temptation that you are going to experience tomorrow. And that you eat the food that you packed despite seeing the temptation in front of your face, right? (laughs) The third thing is that God isn't going to bless you with your promised land of being skinny, okay? He's not going to just supernaturally bless you with it. He's going to show you how to be Christ-like. And that means being obedient, being self-disciplined, trusting him, being righteous, even in weight loss. And this will require doing hard things when you don't feel like it. Doing hard things when easier things are an available option right in front of you. It requires that your obedience 
that you see your obedience as an act of worship because you're either worshiping the God of your stomach or God. Your obedience is a form of surrender. And it's not just a means of weight loss. No, it's a means of life gain, even in weight loss.